you're listening to Your Energetic Empire. Today, we're going to be talking all about human design and how it can connect you to what's aligned for you success-wise. You may already know what human design is these days. It's all over Instagram. People actually know what it is. Two years ago, that wasn't the case. But if it is brand new to you, consider it your energetic blueprint, how you respond to the world around you, how you make decisions, what's naturally attracted to you, what types of energy are going to support you and what isn't. I use it with literally all of my clients these days, whether it's something we discuss in depth or not, simply because it lets me understand what they're here to do, how their energy needs to work, how they need to express it, how to communicate with others, and literally hundreds, probably millions of other things, but can't go that in depth all the time. (laughs) I am a big fan of it because life and business aren't as simple or as cookie cutter as you'd be made to believe, especially while looking at social media. All of your life, you may have been told, just go do it, which works if you're a manifester. You may have been told, just keep trying, just work harder, which works if you're a generator. And that's assuming the thing is in alignment with you. If the thing isn't in alignment with you, even if you are a manifester or a generator, it is not going to work. And so this affects basically everything you do. In business, it's going to affect how you attract your clients, how you have the energy to continue. In life, it's going to affect, are you ending up in safe places? Are you entering a relationship successfully and in a healthy manner? You know, even are you just burned out? You know, there's a big reason why In Content Conjure, each month we connect with our human design so we can learn how our energy connects with the world around us, how clients respond to it, because it's not as simple as just show up or just keep doing things. I wish it was. And if that's what you've been doing, here's your full permission slip. Stop. (laughs) Take a moment. Understand your energy drop into the show notes to get the link of where to look up your human design chart. And let's get reconnected to yourself. Even if you know your human design, this is a good reminder. Maybe it's something to respond to. Maybe it's an invitation to connect back with your energy because right now, most of the world is out of alignment and that's okay because you can't create monumental change on the level that it's being created with alignment. We all have to shift out of it so that we can reshift into the next layer of it. And if you're wondering what does, or you know, what can human design actually do for you? I'm going to drop you a couple examples. So here's two favorite examples. One of my clients, very big people pleaser. She'd been really tentatively inviting people into her programs for years. And, you know, it was was very nice. It was very pleasant. She was getting some clients in, but not really feeling like people were connecting with what she was saying. It was just, you know, like she was talking into the vast open abyss that many of us sometimes feel like. And to me, that was very interesting because she's a manifester. She's supposed to be able to just go do the thing. 
And then I was looking at the post and realizing you can't do this as a manifester. You can't be a people pleaser. What she had seen working for other people doesn't work for her because her energy needed her to be bold, needed her to claim her skills and really not leave any question about it. That one change, switching from tentatively, this is what might happen for you, or this is what's possible for you to, here's what we're going to do together. Here's what's going to shift for you. That one change, just flipping how she was wording, you know, what was going to happen. People were actually engaging with her post. People were buying more. People were connecting and telling her, you know, what more they wanted from her, what was inspiring them. And she was starting to get the traction that she wanted just from, you know, seconds of change, just from being able to flip wording. Another one of my clients had a really specific process that she used for every launch, which is great. We all know how I feel about launches, hopefully. And if you don't, I love launches. My background is in corporate marketing and launches make me really happy because they're bursts of energy where we're connecting with our clients. Her launches were good, but eh, just kind of barely hitting what she wanted to hit. So we looked at her human design, obviously, and discovered that she was moving much, much faster than her audience. They didn't have time to even get on board with her offers, understand what they were about, decide if it was right for them before the doors closed. Of course, people weren't coming in in the numbers that she wanted when they didn't have the time to. So we made some tweaks to her launches. We had more lead in time so that people could get on board and understand what was going to be coming. We made the launches a little longer gave more opportunities to interact with her energy directly. Next launch alone, double the profits just from that little shift. In my own life, I use human design from literally everything from understanding my husband and my children to, of course, business to reconnecting with what am I here to do and letting that be my North Star, so to speak. But that's enough about me, but let's talk about you. So if you know your human design, great. If you don't, go get that link I told you about and come back once you know your type. You're going to see a whole lot of things that might not make sense. That is all okay. What we want to know is, are you a manifester? Are you a generator? Are you a manifesting generator, a projector, or a reflector? And that's going to be enough for us to start with going to give you a little bit about each so that you can recognize yourself, recognize where you may need a little bit more alignment and know that we are going to go deeper over our time together. So if you're a manifester, you've already heard me say this, you are the type that can be Nike and just go do it. That doesn't mean you get to just go do everything. You still have to know if something's in alignment with you. You still have to be excited about it. There needs to be that spark. And before you can just go do it, you have to tell the world about it because otherwise we aren't going to be, you know, anywhere in that same time zone as you. (laughs) You are so far ahead of us that you need to inform us so that we can get our energy ready to be on board with your plan. I love for manifestors basically to inform, but based and after that, create 
innovate and initiate. So you're going to work in spurts. If you have been told your whole life that you keep flipping directions, you know, as soon as something sparks your mind or as soon as you get excited about it, if you've been told that you can't commit to things and that you can't see them through, kudos. That means you're living your energy correctly. All of that stuff people have told you, they didn't know your energy. You aren't supposed to necessarily finish all the things. And I know that's hard because society says that we should, but that's not what a manifester is here to do. A manifester is here to start an idea and if it's right for them, they'll finish it. And if not, they pass that on to somebody else or they oversee somebody else doing it and it still happens. It still gets into the world, but it doesn't need to be from their energy, from their direct hands the entire time. Manifestors are going to start lots and lots of things. You aren't going to finish them all. You're not supposed to. So hopefully that's a bit of relief. What you can do, bring on projectors, bring on generators to help make doing all the things a little bit more sustainable. A projector or even a generator with projector energy can look at what you're doing and make sure that it's happening in the most aligned way and feel the energy and see if it's happening efficiently. A generator can have the energy to actually do all of the things that you aren't able to do. So this is your call. Whatever you feel inspired by, go tell somebody, whoever it's going to affect about it, go start doing it and then figure out, is this something that you're meant to complete? Is this something that you need to bring in other people for? Or is this something that you pass on to other people? Now say instead, you're a generator. You've just heard me talk a little bit about them, so you probably have a clue. Okay, Generators are the builders of the world. So you are great at making shit happen. You're great at doing the work. You may even love the hustle. Don't hustle all the time still, but it's okay if you enjoy it. You, when you feel inspired, are going to actually be able to hunker down and do all the things that most people can't get done. That is your forte. You are great at doing that. Doesn't mean you're supposed to do everything. Again, you need to, are you excited about it? And then see. You know, basically, you're going to get an idea and, you know, see, is that in response to something? Did it just come and pop into your head? Because things that pop into our head for most of us, not the right thing to do. So you can wait. You can see if you see signs. You can check your body and see, are you responding? And here's the cue. If you have no idea, like, am I responding to something? What does this even mean? Generators are sacral beings. So there is a motor inside your body that lets you know when something is the time to move forward. It is what's going to propel you forward, what's going to tell you when something is aligned and when it's not. The best way to access this motor is to ask yourself, uh-uh, uh-uh, or uh-uh question and see what your gut response is. We want to do uh-huh and uh-uh instead of yes or no. So we can bypass lizard brain get to the core of the body and see 
what is actually right for you. So I'm a manigen, not just a generator, but follows the same method. And for me, it's literally, hey, I have this idea. This seems really cool. I'm excited about it. Let's pause for a day, see if I'm getting any other signs that verify this. And then I can ask myself, am I responding to something? Uh-huh or uh-huh. And usually I just say, am I responding to something and see, is it a uh-huh? And then, okay, then is it time to keep moving? Uh-huh. And then I can give myself a moment to go through the options. If I have tons of options, I'll even, you know, go through a list. Is this the right thing to do? Is that the right thing to do? And let my body direct me. There have been plenty of times in my life after I learned human design where I look back and go, oh, that idea was genius, but I wasn't responding yet. It's like I had the bare bones, but I didn't have the energy to actually propel it forward. So of course it died. I sat in the car. I wanted to go somewhere, but I didn't wait to turn the freaking ignition off. (laughs) So if you're a generator, make sure your ignition's on. Check your sacral. Use your uh uh-huh, uh-uh. Make sure you're responding. Look for signs. Do the thing. And make sure that you are doing it in a way that's going to get enough energy out of you. When I was taught, I was taught like, oh, you have to move daily. And that's not actually the case for me. For me, I have to create daily. I need that mental energy to be released so that I can recharge overnight and go back to doing the thing. If I don't, that's when I'm going to get burned out because my brain is just constantly like trying to expel that energy, trying to drive me forward and also trying to receive the things that I need to receive. And it becomes a little chaotic. Let yourself do what you're supposed to do once it's aligned, once you have that sacral. So if you're a manigen like me, you've already heard some great tips. (laughs) So you wait for something to show up. You do what feels good. You do things a little bit differently than the generator. You may experiment a bit more. Once you have your like, oh, this is what I want to do. It's definitely a response. You may still want to inform people just like a manifester. So you can bring people into that energetic pathway a little faster so that their energy can get on board with your energy. And then you can go make stuff happen. (laughs) You're going to want breaks, just like a generator. You need that pause, flow, pause, flow, pause, flow. You're not going to be a go, 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 to be quite honest. There's basically no type that's going to be a go, 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 no matter what society says. You are going to move so quickly that you're going to need to return back to things and, you know, redo them, revamp them. All of those rewords, Mercury retrograde might be a great friend for you. If you have been told that you move so quickly that you can't ever do things right the first time, guess what? You are aligned with your energy. Again, forget what everybody else is telling you. Know that you are going to skip steps, you are going to propel forward, and then you're going to see, oh, that's something I missed. That's something I want to add in. That's something I want to redo. 
And then you're going to go back to do it and repeat and rinse, repeat and rinse. Eventually you will hit that mastery zone. You're doing it completely correctly. It's okay. I'll give you an example. So one of my signature courses, Spellbinding Sales, was originally, once we get past all the story of me refusing to do it after channeling it, (laughs) it was originally a 13-day course. I saw that, A, not everyone got through it because they needed more space. Also, from the questions that were being asked, there were other things I needed to add in. I also wanted to add in more ways for people to go deeper. So then it became a six-month course, and we had some of the same problems. It became a 12-month course, which I think is the most successful variation for it. But now I'm about to revamp it again because I'm realizing that so many of my clients are neurodivergent and we need shorter lessons. We need, instead of going into the journaling and the overthinking, I want to give more direct action steps so that people know that they are taking a move that will propel them forward for each lesson. And a lot of lessons have that, but there were a lot of journal questions as well. So again, you go forward, you create, you come back, you add something in, you change it, and then you come forward exactly the way it's supposed to be. Okay. If you're a projector, you have probably been told that you are too bossy, that you don't actually know all the things, that you should not be telling your superiors how things should be done. You may even have been told, let's see, that you don't need so many naps, that you are too lazy, and that you should just work harder. Again, you've probably, you're understanding the process here. All of those things, completely wrong. (laughs) Projectors are here to guide all of us, to help us create what we're supposed to create, to help us get reconnected with our alignment, to rediscover our path. Um, I personally love having projectors around me. My life works best when I have projectors um, to borrow a statement from one of my favorite projectors, Ardelia Lee, when she is hurting me like a cat, (laughs) like a bunch of cats, Um, because so many ideas, I need projectors to help me find what is actually the right path for right now. Projectors aren't going to have consistent energy, which means you may need more naps. You're not going to work, you know, consistently and at the same speed as everybody else. You might be more of a perfectionist, When you do, things are likely going to work. You're going to see what isn't working before everybody else can. You know what just doesn't work or what um, just doesn't feel right, even before other people, even other very intuitive people can feel it. Those are what you're supposed to be honoring. Give yourself space. Let your energy refresh. Know that you can see those pathways of alignment. Also know, while you're helping us birth things, there are, I'm going to say like two really pivotal pieces of information to know about yourself. One is that you have to be invited to do big things in your life. If you're like, well, 
I've had these great ideas, but when I put them out there, nothing really happens. It's a, did you have, sometimes I like to think of it as consent. Did you have consent from the people around you to start talking about those things or to start whatever it was, announcing that or, you know, just shifting down that pathway? Because if not, it's, it's that same feeling of like, well, you're telling us what to do, but we don't want to be told what to do yet. Instead, I want you to receive that invitation. And it's not going to be like your Hogwarts letter coming through the mail. It may be somebody saying, hmm, you would be really good at this. It might be somebody asking you a question. Plenty of different ways you can receive invitations, but once you have that invitation, once you have that consent, then moving forward with that, because that's giving you the energy to start moving forward. Otherwise, there simply is no energy to move forward. You can also ask yourself, what is recognizing me or what have I been recognized for? Because you need that outside reflection to, again, give you that energy. You don't have the sacral motor that other types have. And so that energy from others will propel you forward. Community, really great for you. You'll be beneficial for the community because you're going to help them find clarity, find truth, find alignment. Listen to your cycle, even when you're with community. Know that you are immensely powerful. You've likely been trained to work like a manifester or a generator or both your whole life. So there's going to be some time where you, you know, need to break that cycle of frustration, burnout, give yourself self-care, know your own worth, listen to your cycles, wait for those invitations. You can even just ask for consent before you give ideas. I have a lot of projector channels and one of the things that I do I, clients, I assume I have consent because, you know, you've signed a contract. That contract is my consent. (laughs) Um, It's you giving me consent to say things. If it's a one-off client, I might say something like, okay, I'm receiving something or I have an opinion. Do you want to hear it? Friends, I have to be more careful. I'll actually give you a story. Projectors may relate to this. So, even though I know my own human design, even though I know I should do this, you know, sometimes with very old friends, you fall back into old patterns. So I was talking to a friend from middle school, (laughs) one of the people that I've known the longest in my life. And I don't remember what was going on in his life, but something was going on and I was getting very exasperated because it was just like, come on, we can change this. (laughs) And I gave him my opinion. I gave him advice got mad. And I was looking at this, like, why are you, why are you so mad? Finally, it clicked of like, oh, I didn't ask for consent. Okay. So we're just going to drop this a few days later. The topic came back up and I said, hey, well, I have a few opinions about this. Would you like to hear it? And he was like, yeah, of course. Said literally the exact same thing (laughs) that I had said a few days prior. And the light bulb clicked and 
he thanked me for it. He was just like, oh, of course, of course, that's the right thing to do. Yeah, I'll go do that now. Like, I don't know why I didn't see that. Thank you so much for telling me. And it was just kind of like, oh, Kristen, why do you do this to yourself? You've just listened to three days about this when you didn't need to, because all you had to do was ask for consent. And then this conversation and his life and you know everything else wouldn't have been stuck in this limbo. So projectors are kind of like that all the time where you need people's consent before they can be open to receive. You need to recognize that you need your own space and that you need your own self-care. And then you can guide us all into alignment, which is pretty powerful. Now, if you're a reflector, that's even more interesting. So it's only 1% of people in the world. You are completely open. You get to feel alignment on a level that nobody else really can, which also means you get to feel misalignment on a level that not everybody else can. You get to feel where the collective is, and projectors do this as well, but yours is much more intense. You reflect and mirror the world back around you, everyone's energy. So if you are in a place where the energy does not feel right for you, the way that you behave or the what you put forth in the world is also not going to feel right for you. The big thing for you is finding, finding those places, those people, everything that feels right for you. Waiting before you take action on the big things, wait, you know, just wait a moon cycle. You know, that's a really long time. Wait a moon cycle <laughs> and talk your decisions out with other people. Sometimes what can be aligned for you can be as simple as you know, redecorating your office or moving your office to, you know, another town, like the next town over. You may have heard all your life that you're really great at reading people or you're really great at making things happen in the right, in the exact right time. But it, you know, it doesn't always repeat. This is why it doesn't repeat. It needs to be with the right people in the right way, in the right place. You may be told that you're really great at expressing what the people around you are at expressing. And you are, because you can walk into a room and feel what everybody there in that collective needs and help bring them to it. I love for reflectors to be in spaces where they can do that as part of their gift, but you also just need to make sure that the people who you are putting yourself around are, I don't want to keep saying aligned, let's say safe, can respect your boundaries can give you reflection in a safe and honest but gentle way and allow for you to do things on your own time and in your own way. That's going to be your biggest advice for right now. Okay, so I've talked a lot about human design. That's enough for you to start thinking about where you are, what may need to shift, And again, you can hop into the show notes to find your chart if you need to re-look at it and see where things are. Whether human design is new for you or not so new to you, 
I have a cool thing that I'd love to invite you to. So at the beginning of April, I'm hosting 25K with Human Design Live. It's going to be a fun, free event where we are going to make human design fun. (laughs) Not just that. Make business fun. Make business aligned. We are going to really look at some easy, actionable advice using the foundations of your human design chart to springboard your success. Because like we've said, there's a million ways and a million pathways But looking at your energy is how we're going to find what's actually going to work for you. And I'm going to give you very solid marketing techniques that work with your energy. We're going to start with your type and then get a little bit deeper. Four days of this. So if you want to join us, you can hop into the show notes for the direct link, or you can go to bit.ly slash human design live. Again, I try to make this real easy for you. So bit.ly slash human design live. Super excited to create some human design magic live with everybody. Hope to see you there. Let me know either on Facebook or on Instagram what your human design type is, what you learned about yourself today, what you're excited to shift, and how you want to use human design to shift your business. I'll see you soon. Bye.